I, Bill Clinton, do solemnly swear, do solemnly swear, that I will support the Constitution of the United States, that I will support the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the State of Arkansas, the Constitution of the State of Arkansas, and that I will faithfully discharge the duties, and that I will faithfully discharge the duties of Governor of Arkansas, of Governor of Arkansas, upon which I am about to enter, upon which I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. That is a big moment in Arkansas, and I would argue United States history. Randy Dixon with the David and Barbara Pryor Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History. What do we hear? Well, it did make national uh, news. That was uh, November 9th of 1979 when Bill Clinton was sworn in for the very first time as governor. He was the 40th governor of Arkansas, and he was 32 years old. So, all right, tell me this. Uh What were you doing when you were 32? So 32 would have been 19. I was producing Ozarks March. I was doing what I'm doing now. Okay. I was not governing a state. Well, no. I I had not been attorney general. Hey, I was at KATV when I was 32. I was executive producer. And I thought, boy, I'm an overachiever. And then you think about it, wasn't even close. Now, we were not 32 at this time. You and I are teenagers. Right, right. Um, I was just about to start at Channel 7, though. I was just about to start at KTLO. Yeah, yeah. So we so, were kids. Yeah, but so let me ask you then, KATV, would they go, not gavel to gavel, would they go? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they always, as we would say, you'd shoot the quarter um, and they were live uh, throughout the day. And it's all started at the state capitol when... Bill Clinton came, uh, the Speaker of the House presented him with a key to the governor's office, and he joked and said, I'm glad I have this now because my staff came early this morning and they couldn't get into the office. (laughs) So his first duty was to address uh, a joint session of the legislature. So this is sort of how he started the day. All I expect from you is what I will earnestly try to give back. And that is that you be honest and open, that you always be willing to give me the benefit of the doubt, at least as to my good faith, as surely I will give you the benefit of that doubt. I do not shrink from conflict. I think it is a healthy thing. I believe in debate. I believe in working things out in the open. I believe that if you and I together can practice what we preach about government. I know that you and I together want to do what is right for our people. So if we can only practice what we preach, we can go away from the impending session with a great, great deal to be proud of. As you know well, this is a very happy day for me and for my family and for the countless people across this state who have worked with me who have labored for me, and for the people on my staff who have performed the public services for which I have gotten the credit. But this day is far, far more than a personal triumph or the triumph of a party. For today we are passing the executive authority of this state under our Constitution and laws in a time-honored tradition. And I am mindful not only of the new initiatives that we will take together, but of the old and settled duties of basic public service 
which together we must all perform. All right, that's Bill Clinton addressing the legislature. Right. First hours as governor. Yes. Now, about an hour earlier than that, uh, KTV, of course, was live in the Capitol, and reporters were grabbing whoever they could, and Amy Oliver grabbed Hillary Rodham mm-hmm. at the time and spoke to her about her upcoming role as first lady. I think we have with us the uh, lady who in a few minutes will be the first lady of Arkansas, Hillary Rodham. Hillary, we know that uh, you are an attorney. Uh, how, how, what kind of plans have you made to be first lady of Arkansas? Well, we've spent a lot of time talking about the kinds of work that we want to do um, on behalf of the state and some of the activities that uh, we will be active in, but we haven't made any final plans. We hope to be able to involve as many people from around the state and as many different interests and walks of life as we can in projects to better the state and our people. And I intend to continue practicing law because I think that uh, it's important that I both stay in touch with people other than through political life so that I see people in contexts other than at receptions like this or people being nice to me and uh, asking me questions on TV. And I think it's also something I want to do because I've worked hard to attain these skills. But we are very excited and we believe that with the terrific help we have both at the mansion, the kind of of support of staff that we have, as well as our staff here in the governor's office and our political supporters all over the state, that we'll be able to get a lot done. You mentioned you wanted to keep in touch. Could it be that you have political aspirations of your own? No, I just uh, think it's, I don't have any except uh, for my husband, who I think is a terrific politician and a wonderful man. But uh, no, what I meant by that, Amy, is that I'd like to stay in touch in in a way that gets me in contact with more people other than in the sort of, of, stilted role that a first lady sometimes is put into. I don't want to see people just at official occasions. I don't want to see them just in the governor's mansion. I want to see them in the workplace. I want to see them in the courthouses. I want to go out and in my daily work as I interview people on cases, I will find out what's going on with them in their lives. And I think that will be a great benefit to both of us because we are going to need that kind of information. Are you going to find a conflict, though, with these official functions and your own duties as an attorney? Oh, I'm sure there will be conflicts. But as I said, I think that I have a lot of friends as well as uh, our staff people who will help us uh, pitch hit if I can't make it. But I don't anticipate very many conflicts because most of the social functions occur at night, so there's no problem there. Um, and lunches, of course, are another way that we can bring people in for social affairs. So I really don't imagine uh, that there'll be very many time constraints. That was interesting in January 1979, I'm sure. But with the hindsight of history, well, it becomes incredibly fascinating. It was very interesting f- for several reasons. First, she talked about the fact that she had no political aspirations. She talked about the fact that she was going to be very involved in, uh, as her role uh, as first lady, not in a traditional sense, that she would be much more involved in the, in the politics and running of government. But what was very interesting at the time, and a, and a little bit controversial, is that she went by Hillary Rodham mm-hmm. and didn't take the Clinton name and... As a matter of fact, the, you know how they put the name super down, down below? On she television was, screens. Yes. She was supered as Hillary Rodham and then below it in parentheses, Mrs. Clinton. Oh, And I don't wow. know whose decision that was to do that, but, you know, that was, that was part of the controversy of his first term. Yeah. You know, you're, you're talking about Arkansas in 1979, very traditional, and it was kind of— 
I oh. guess frowned upon that she wouldn't take his name. Well, and also she wasn't an Arkansan. Right. And that, which of course is no fault of her. Oh, not that changing right. your name is something that, that's your fault either, but, but, but that was held was, against her. Yeah, by exactly. By a lot of people. Well, and a lot of his staff, you know, they were young mm. and some people called them hippies, really. <laughs> you know, they had longer hair and beards and... Um, they were, they were, it was a young staff. Yeah. He was a young governor. Well, he was 32 for crying out loud. Yeah. All right. So we've heard him talk to the legislature. We've heard Hillary Clinton interviewed by Amy Oliver. Yes. So he finishes the speech. And of course, as Bill Clinton <laughs> is known for now, he went down into the House chamber and greeted as many people as he could. So it took him several minutes to come out. But Frank Thomas... One of the reporters from KATV was waiting outside the House chamber and grabbed him as he came out. The new governor leaves the House chamber. It will governor, be one of the... Uh, yeah, oh, I feel wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. It was a nice, wonderful crowd. I was surprised by the size of it, and I think everybody's in a pretty good humor today. Apparently you have uh, the support of the, the legislature so far and the people of Arkansas. Thank you. I hope so. I'll try to keep it. Thank you. Very young Bill Clinton. Yes. That's incredible. Um, last it's funny that in the, in the speech to the legislature, he seemed very, I don't want to say calm, mm -hmm. but sort of kind of today, almost nervous. Well, it's a you think? I would think it would be a humbling moment. Oh, yes. And he talked you, about it was a yeah. wonderful day for him. You've run for governor. Now you are governor. You're the chief executive of this state. As a very young man. As a very young man. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. When we were talking about the 1994 election last week, right. you mentioned the competition between <laughs> yes. TV stations to get the results first. During these sorts of days when they would go... Even then. Yeah. Because, of course, at that time, the three television stations were there and you were competing to get something first. And so the 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 real thing was to grab the candidate or grab someone. And Amy Oliver, again, was waiting right outside his office and uh, snagged him before he came in. Steve, we have uh, Governor, like Clint, or Governor Clinton with us now. I'm uh, not sure if you can hear me. The uh, noise is so deafening in here, but Senator Max Howell as well. I'm sorry that I didn't get to hear much of your speech. There was quite a, uh, a bit of noise, but I did hear one mention, and, uh, one word, and that was hope and pride. Yes, I told the people in the, in the chamber today that one of the many people who came from out of state to this inaugural and was at our gala last night said that he traveled in his work around the country a lot, spoke to a lot of different groups, and that he felt more hope and pride in that crowd last night than any other place in this country where he'd been. And I think that's right, and all I said to the legislature was that I hope together we could justify the people's hope and the people's pride, and if we could, then we would surely have a successful time. What about the theme of your speech to, uh, tonight? Is that going to carry the same thing? Yes, but uh, tonight I will try to be more specific about my thoughts on the nature of the governor's office, the basic principles uh, that I believe in that will guide my actions and uh, the particular programs that I will promote. It won't be a very specific speech, but it'll be more specific than the one today. And it will deal more with my conception of the governor's office because I think that's important for me to share with the people of Arkansas as a whole. January 1979, when Bill Clinton is being... Uh well, it's his first day as governor of Arkansas. That's right. 
All right. It's been a few weeks since we've had um, historic Steve Barnes as part of our... Yes. <laughs> so it's time to rectify that. Well, he was anchoring the coverage. Right. And, you know, th- there were really no scripts when you had live coverage like that. It was pretty much ad-libbed. And so I wanted to get this little clip of of Steve Barnes sort of off the cuff, uh, sort of looking at this new governor and then comparing him to past governors. He is a man who uh, is known, I think as we've covered him, he's, he's known as a detail man. He, uh, his predecessor, Governor Pryor, was widely regarded as more of a conceptual thinker uh, as an executive, as a manager, than uh, uh, his predecessor, Dale Bumpers, who, uh, like Mr. Clinton is reported to be, was uh, very much a detail man. Uh, Governor Clinton, uh, Governor Bumpers, uh, I know could always be counted on to know uh, uh, precisely how many state vehicles uh, were on the were in the uh, Arkansas fleet at, uh, at any given time, and how many professors in all the state-supported colleges and universities had uh, uh, doctorates or, or above. And, and Bill Clinton is uh, supposedly uh, that uh, that sort of man. So there's another swearing in, right? But this is for the public, and thousands of people came, and it's usually. Uh, outside on the steps of the state capitol, and he came out. It was pretty cold. It was January, but uh, he was sworn in, and then he took off his overcoat. And um, as they alluded to earlier, uh, this was a portion of his address to the public. At the outset, I wish to acknowledge what we all know well. I did not come here alone. I was carried by the people of our state through the efforts of those who have known and nourished me in the hope that together we might make a difference to the future of Arkansas. Without the sacrifices, affection, and inspiration of my family, my friends, and my staff, in political combat and public service, I would be elsewhere tonight. Without the love, courage, patience, and counsel of my wife, I might not be worthy to be here tonight. To all of you and to the people at large, I am grateful and humbly so for the gift of this precious office. He caught a lot of flack about being so young and was second-guessed about a lot of the decisions, and there were a few blunders that he admits uh, lost him the election. I mean, he would say after Frank White defeated him, that he was the youngest ex-governor <laughs> right. in the country. Because it was only two years back then. Yes. And um, what lost him, uh, the main thing is he, he had a, a huge highway plan that he raised uh, to, to raise the money, raised the cost of tar- car tags, mm-hmm. which made pretty much everyone who had a car in the state mad. Uh, he also... Uh, infuriated the truckers, Mm -hmm. the poultry industry, the timber industry. (laughs) But then the other one was, I mean, he helped get Jimmy Carter elected when he was attorney general. He uh, was his campaign manager in Arkansas and in Texas. And Jimmy Carter ended up, when they had the the boat lift Mm -hmm. from Cuba, sent refugees to Fort Chaffee. Which didn't sit well with a lot of Arkansans Well, at the time. and it didn't go well either. Right. There were riots and all sorts of problems. And so Frank White campaigned on Cubans and car tags. 
And Frank White wins, yes. upset. Then Bill Clinton comes back. Two years later. And wins again. Yes. After a mea culpa. And is, and is in office for 10 more years. All right. Randy Dixon is with the David and Barbara Pryor Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History. How can you find out more about the Pryor Center? Google Pryor Center, P-R-Y-O-R, in any search engine. And you can go to the KATV section or go to the Arkansas Memory section and look at uh, interviews we've done with Arkansans. Randy, as always, thank you. Thank you. See you next week.